Hi, hello, welcome to another episode of Isaiah's Newsstand. It's your host, Isaiah Edwards. The date is February 2nd, 2023. Hopefully this episode finds you well. Hopefully it finds you in love. I don't know, that's coming up, right? Yeah, Valentine's Day. Yeah. Um, it's different when you're single. Um, let's see. Food corner, and I, and I know I'm hitting you guys up early. Uh, it's Thursday. Um, I just I'm itching to podcast, and I had some news on my plate. I had some leftovers, you know, and I was like, let's kick it like old times. Let's do a little bonus episode. You know what I mean? Let's just throw it on the pot, put a shrimp on the bobby, if you will. So here we are. Um, I uh, I wanted to treat myself this morning, so I got McDonald's. I went to the old Mackey Don um for breakfast for work yeah and uh i got a steak egg and cheese bagel now i ordered what my mouth had said and this happens you know I've, I'm, I'm used to it i wanted a bacon and cheese biscuit and i'm sure you guys have heard me do this rant before it's like oh yeah they fucked it up and yeah they fucked it up um essentially i wind up with an bacon egg and cheese biscuit i'm okay with it i know i'm gonna pay for it but whatever um, I got a hash brown, I got a blueberry, uh, cream pie, and then I got a large Coke. So we started off the morning pretty well, pretty good. Um, work's been fine. I've actually been picking up a little OT, a little bit of extra work in the old cardboard business. Um, so it's been fun, I guess, for that. Um, I, I will say, I guess, a little bit of an update. I have a somewhat of a work mom now, like another one. I, I've had one before. Still, she's still there, but I have like another. Um, and they've been like sending her down to work with me when it's busy. Um, it's nice. So like, we'll catch up. We'll talk. You know, we'll push some cardboard down and you know call it a day. So it, it's been nice. It's been a chill work situation overall, for what it is. <laughs> Oh, let's see. We can get into some news. Let's cover it. Um, like I said, this is a bit of a leftover episode. Um, maybe even old news, you can say. Um, you know, some of these are, you know, from like January 26th, what I'm going to start off here with. But I just wanted to cover them. They're, they're still good. They're still interesting stories. You know, I, I do try to keep it weekly. But, you know, sometimes we can, we can you know, brush off the dust on some of these. <laughs> um, so let's see. From NPR... FBI says it hacked the hackers to shut down major ransomware group. Now, this ransomware group is a Russian-linked organization called Hive. Um, And, you know, they've been on the radar since, like, the summer of 2021, I think. Um, They were selling ransomware tools and services to affiliates around the world. Um, and it was like around the COVID-19 pandemic. So it's like a lot of people are inside, you know, obviously a lot of people are working from home, a lot of computers being used, and there's a lot of hackers, a lot of people running scams, running schemes. Um, so that was very prolific. Oh, excuse me. Um, let's see. They received more than a hundred million in profits from victims who paid to get their data back or prevent it from being leaked, according to the Justice Department. Hive targeted more than 1,500 victims in over 80 countries, from hospitals to Costa Rica, public health agency uh, crippling... Oh, sorry. (laughs) Let me read that sentence over again. 
uh, more than 1,500 victims in over 80 countries, from hospitals to Costa Rica's public health agency, crippling businesses, and harming critical infrastructure. Um, so yeah, a lot of um, you know schools, hospitals, you know they were hating anyone and everyone they could, like taking the information, holding it hostage, and saying, "Hey, if you don't pay us X amount of money, we're gonna leak this information. This is private information. You don't want that." And they were right. And they were also saying, "Hey, don't work with any kind of law enforcement. Don't call anyone. Work with us directly." And you know the way these situations can kind of work is. If you don't, then they can potentially just leak the list. If you do work with them, they can potentially just leak the list or ask for more money. So it, it can be almost damned if you do, damned if you don't. But a lot of these companies, a lot of these hospitals, schools, whatever, they are more inclined to just not work with the cops and actually work with the hackers because they want the information back as, as quickly and safely as possible. Um, and then, you know, hopefully in the future, they'll, they'll work on maybe doing more security. Um, but I mean, I think it's, I hate to say it, but it is good to work with law enforcement in these situations because I, I, these hackers are really just farming for money. A lot of times they don't even care. Like they will give your information up anyway, period. It's already in the wind and they're just farming you for money or, you know, they'll dump the files anyway and you don't get them back. Like there's so many potentially negative ways and negative outcomes to have on this. And I think the least you can do is get it on record. And hopefully, you know, there's some kind of apprehension. Now, in this case, there wasn't any apprehension, but um, let's see, we'll, we'll read a little bit more here. Simply put, using lawful means, we hacked the hackers, explained Deputy Attorney General Lisa Monaco during a press conference on Tuesday, uh, press conference Thursday. Mind you, this is, you know, way back in January. I said way back like last month, um, January 26th. So let's see. Essentially, I'll give you a little bit of a quick summarizing here. They were able to hack into Hive's situation. I know I'm really using jazzy real terms here. But essentially, they were kind of like a fly on the wall, and they were able to watch them operate. And whenever they would, like, I guess I'm wording this wrong, but essentially, like, they have an encryption key that they would sell to the people, like a, a school, the hospital, whatever. And essentially, um, the FBI were able, since they were already in the network, they were watching, they have the key already, and they're like, okay, cool, you're good. So essentially saving them, let's see there's the number here, $130 million in ransom payments, um, a figure that could have been higher had more victims come forward. So like I said, yeah, there's more people who don't even come out. Uh, let's see. Additionally, the FBI and its partners in Europol and German and Dutch law enforcement were able to completely take over Hive's digital infrastructure from its command and control servers to its dark web extortion website where it advertises its victims and dumps stolen data. Uh, I mean, this is a big deal. Um, now, part of the thing I used for the thumbnail, um, the leak site was replaced with a banner from an international from the international group of law enforcement agencies announcing the Caesar. She's Caesar. Caesar's by the seashore. <laughs> um, 
I mean, so this is a big deal in terms of like press, but I mean, if you're used to this kind of shit, like, I don't know if you've, you've ever seen like a FBI or, you know, a big, uh, state police drug bust or whatever. They always do the most, they do the most peacocking and this is no different. It's, it's very interesting. It's very eye catching. I had heard about it and I didn't quite get to it, but honestly, in the scheme of things, kind of the reason it's kind of here in the leftovers is because it's a drop in the bucket. And also, they didn't catch anyone. So they, they took over the site. That's a big deal. They, they've taken down the site, but it's a site among many. And they didn't get any arrests. There's no names or anything like that. So, I mean, these people are still at large, able to hack, able to, you know, restart their business and be right back at it. So, um, you know, I, I did want to talk about it. I did want to give the story some coverage. I did find it interesting. I, I love some good tech hacking you know we're in the mainframe shit so yeah and this is the fbi doing it but honestly that's that's no surprise um it gets talked about that like a lot of communist countries will you know rec- will recruit hackers to do their bidding or you know russia does this da, 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 da. but it's like we're no different we essentially wind up flipping hackers we turn them on our side and then they do you know cybersecurity for us i mean it's a it's a cycle and and then also people who are you know training and learning going to school to specifically become you know white hat hackers you know if you will so yeah there you go talked about that uh let's see let's go to the associated press got a couple from them desantis pushes ban on diversity programs and state colleges now this was a a subject i i'd let wither on the vine a little bit um, I think the initial coverage, is this once again, um, around January, yeah, January 26th, um, it's him talking about, um, banning, you know, woke, um, I guess African-American studies, um, and essentially this was getting banned in, like, a high school, I believe, um, which is really disheartening, it's very upsetting to hear, personally, as a black man, um, like this whole idea that critical race theory, you know, which is something we've talked about on this pod before, because we've had to talk about Florida. We have to talk about, you know, rival Florida man. They're always at it, you know, and King Florida man, DeSantis, who is trying to make his bid for, you know, president of the United States. I, I mean, AKA the guy who's going to take the fucking L to fucking Trump first, which I love that for him. Wrong DeSantis. Um, but I don't know. Let me get back into it. Um, Essentially, part of his, you know, his pre-campaign, if you will, his, you know, his pre, his pre-prep for the cook, um, is he's really been going up against, you know, woke, you know, liberals and woke thought, like essentially just being a super prop candidate for everything you hear and see on Fox News, and you know, this whole idea that critical race theory is, you know, painting white people out to be the bad guy. And that essentially talking about systematic oppression, which is something I talk about goddamn every episode, it seems like, but how that's somehow bad and that's somehow evil and it's somehow misguiding and you're, 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 you're twisting what actual history is and you're making, you're making people out to be the bad guy and people should be colorblind. It's a lot of this yada yada fucking bullshit, if you ask me. And he's running on this campaign and people are eating it up. And it's at the to- it's really at the cost of education. Um, these are classes that you elect to take. 
They, they aren't forced on anyone. You are actively saying, hey, I would like to take this class. I would like to learn more about it. And DeSantis is essentially saying, hey, I want to interfere with education. I want to meddle. I need to get involved here and stop it. And at the end of the day, I say meddle, but there are people who are boots on the ground about this shit who are actively, actively just screaming for boycotts. Um, and it's hard. It, it, it's hard to hear. I, I, I'm a person, when I grew up, I grew up in a place that was predominantly white and at least having access to these, these kind of classes. I mean, they weren't offered to me <laughs> at the end of the day, cause I'm a fucking high schooler at the time. Um, I'm essentially though, any kind of elective that you can take that you can learn more it's important and not to mention there's just pre-baked history that's there you have to talk about the fucking civil war at some point in your in your in your high school career god damn it like what are you trying to do hop skip and jump over this shit it you need to learn about slavery it's crazy to think that you want to have a conversation about american history but you don't want to talk about american history I don't know what to tell you. Like, there's no hyper focus in any of the normal curriculum, but eventually that is where it's going to get. Like, there's no, that's where this inroad leads. And I hate the fact that, like, someone like Ron DeSantis, he's using this as a platform. And don't get me wrong, so is Trump. Like, they're running on the same kind of thing. It's very mirrored. But naturally, this is just the, the same kind of pathline that you're going to see other conservatives take along the way. It's just going to spread. And I hate that. I think it's a sh fucking shame. Because not to mention, yeah, we're talking about African studies, like African-American studies, you know, whatever. Things that affect me or, you know, that at least it feels like, like this is my perspective. This is why I feel a way about it. But it's only going to go along, you know, across the board. You know, naturally, LGBTQ plus issues are obviously scrapped, according to DeSantis. You know, any kind of person of color. Why do we need to worry about that? Why do we need to focus on that? Let's be colorblind. And God damn it, dude, I fucking hate that shit. I don't see color, brother. Like I, I have, I've had coworkers. I've had. I've had friends, I've had motherfuckers tell me that shit. It's like, bro, what are you talking about? Like, no, America, especially America, is a place that literally is built on diversity. It's built on people coming together in this crucible, and we're all just getting crushed into comp you know, in capitalism. But hey, it's fine, it's cool. We're all at least together, right? Melting, crabs in a big old bucket, boiling. Like, but at the end of the day, there is that unity in this diversity and that's supposed to be celebrated. You know what I mean? Like no one is trying to stop a motherfucker from being white, which is a whole other fucking conversation that you could start a whole podcast episode or podcast series on that. Like <laughs> it's hard. It's hard to break the shit down and to not get into these big debates, you know, but at the end of the day, once again, I, I need to stress that this is not some subtle indoctrination these are simply classes that you can take. Just like I wanted to take a, a story or a class on Western civilizations because I wanted to learn about like random histories. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you should be allowed to have the option. You know, if you have the teachers to teach it, that should be there on the table for you. I don't know. I, I think it's crazy. It's very upsetting that this is a platform that you can just run on, that you can just be like, man, I don't want people to learn about black people <laughs> it's what the, it's a big what the fuck for me 
Um, we can roll on, though. Once again, from the Associated Press, Pelosi attack video shows struggle and savage hammer swing. Now, I haven't updated much on this. Um, I believe, like, the court proceedings and all that shit is going along. Essentially, though, I just wanted to talk more or less because the video is out. Uh, I want to say this is more of a thing, like, last week. No, yeah, well, yeah, January 27th. So, yeah, I don't know why I'm acting like that's so fucking far away. Um, look, new month, new me. Like I said, I'm already having an intense Black History Month. Like, I'm living day to day. Uh, let's see. What did I really want to cover here? Um, I will say, like, more or less the video, like, it's there for the people who needed to see it, I guess. Um, I mean, this is really a push. Um, let me read a little bit here. The video release comes after a coalition of news agencies, including the Associated Press, sought access to the evidence that prosecutors played in court last month. The San Francisco district attorney had refused to make the exhibits available to journalists and defense lawyers uh, thought their release. Um, and then also to every talking head pundit, Tom, Dick, and Harry. Like, they all wanted to fucking see it. They needed to see it because we needed to know. We're like, fucking, why was his pants off? Why won't you release the tapes? So you got the tapes, and they're essentially more or less what happened. Uh, I think the only discrepancy was, like, the hammer bit. Like, I, I noticed reading this, I didn't hear anything about a second hammer or anything like that. But they definitely did have a fight over one hammer. And there is a one point where you literally see DePap, or, you know, David DePap, um, hit Pelosi, Paul Pelosi, on the head, like, square. And, you know, there's potentially more blows that take place. But, you know, um, you know, quick rundown. You know, there's also camera footage of him breaking in. Um, he then, you know, wakes up Paul. He's saying, you know, where's Nancy? Where's Nancy? And um, actually, I'm pretty sure he didn't sound like that. No, I didn't look at the fucking video. I didn't need to. Um, but essentially, Paul gets up. He tries to get to his elevator. The Pappy blocks him. He's like, well, I gotta go to the restroom. Can I go to the restroom? Pappy lets him go to the restroom. And he then phones for police. Police gets there. And that's where, like, the main footage takes place where you see him get hit. Um, and then the police, you know, diverge on him. Uh, the Pat was really stoked about the whole event. Um, you know, stated before, he was definitely trying to just get started there. Um, he wanted to, like, get Pelosi and break her legs so that, like, you know, or if she didn't tell the truth or something like that. And he wanted to make an example of it out of her. So, I mean, it's really dark shit, and it's, it's a shame that this, like, January 6th energy just keeps rolling and rolling and rolling, and it only seems to just ratchet up and get more intense, more extreme. Um, but those are the times that we're living in, don't you know? Okay, let me um, take my little break, and it, it's time for some Top G news. Top G! Let me, let me get a ball wall. And yes, I know my accents are bad. I'm sorry. Mm. Bottle of water. Um, whew. Whew. From CNN. Andrew Tate loses appeal against detention 
in Romania. So yes, um, I mean our our top G, our our alpha um, hashtag bald by choice. <laughs> My God, man, oh man, oh man, that hairline is MIA, brother. That that hairline is in the Matrix. Okay, <laughs> okay. Um, him and his brother Tristan, they're they're in the soup. They're it, it, they're in a lurch. Um, they're gonna be in jail. They're at least gonna be locked up. They won't let them out. No, they won't let them out until uh, February twenty seventh. So they're gonna be chilling, uh, with the bugs. And um, I don't know. I don't know what uh, what rhymes there that fits. But yeah, they're gonna be in jail. Um, detention, whatever. Um, let's see. I'm sure there's more to report that. Like that's the thing. I mean, there's like a there's a whole TikTok discourse that is as as rampant taking place. Um, you know, people are obviously talking about it. You know, what are people saying, not saying, yada yada yada. But I really want to wait till trial shit hits, and even then, I don't know if I want to cover that beat to beat to beat. Right now, I'm just saying, hey, like they're still in jail. That that's really what I want to talk about. And like I said, that this man's hairline is am I fucking a? I will say, like his sweater. I'll give him that. His his little his transit jail swag. It's okay. I mean, he was in rocking that Under Armour for a while, um, but I mean, this this sweater I like. Um, that hairline though, man. Well, shoosh, sheesh. It just goes to show you. Not all you can have all the money in the world, all the intention, the the whole uh, eyes of the world is on you, but that doesn't fix everything. No, does it not? Um. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, my uh, my uh, speculation on how this is going to go, uh, we'll see. We will see. I, I will say I don't think Romania, in terms of like the prosecution and everything, I don't think they would go to these links and be this thorough about like taking all the shit and, um, you know, running them through his paces, if you will, you know, taking this to trial and everything, if they weren't sure. I mean, naturally, Tate is saying, hey, they, they don't have a file on me. They ain't got nothing. But, I mean, I don't know. I feel like there's a level of shook. There's a level of serious nature to this for them that they need to get through this. Like, this this isn't 100%. This isn't a lock. I mean, I think he really came to Romania thinking he would be safe. You know, that he could get away with anything and everything he wanted to do. But it doesn't seem that way. No, it does not. But like I said, there's definitely things that I want to wait that I want to see what happens when a trial starts, when people are actually getting on the stand, talking, yada, 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 prosecutions, laying out the shit. You know, that's how I like to do, you know? So, um, but until then, um, but other than that, I mean, that's, that's all we got. Um, I made a shorter episode a little long, but hey, that, you know how I do, um, Patreon.com slash Isaiah News for bonus episodes, for bonus Discord access, for um, oh yes, the, the, of course. I'm sorry. I in my in my mix mist of running down the news, doing my shit. I almost always forget, but I'm not. We're gonna do the roll call right here, right now. I wish I had like music for this. That'd be nice. That'd be cute. Um. All right, so shout out to my newsies, Stephanie Renee, Denver McIntosh. Thank you so much. You are the best. 
um, without your donations, without your support, um, this would be a harder job for me. That's for fucking sure. Um, you add a little bit of, you know, cash injection, if you will. And, you know, that has definitely helped make an episode better. Hopefully it's getting me closer to some better equipment. I'm really angling for that. Um, cause I don't want to say like, oh, big things coming, but I, I, you know, I, I do want to make the effort to make this podcast better and not to mention, it's just nice that people are just showing their support. You know, I, I often tell people that, yeah, at the end of the day too, yes, this, this does go to something. It does go to things. It helps me keep me alive sometimes, but at the end of the day, you know, it's a nice tip jar and I appreciate that. And I think, uh, you know, the newsies know, and I, um, I always appreciate you guys for that. So this is my time to say, you know, thank you so much for just me and you. And um, free ways to hit me up. Um, Isaiahnews1 at gmail.com. And I'm on Facebook. I'm on Tumblr. I'm on Twitter. Uh, Obviously, I'm on YouTube, you know. Uh, Feel free to subscribe if that's how you listen. Um, You know, hey, gives you the notifications and bigger number better person maybe (laughs) i'm working on it um but yeah hopefully i see you soon for some more good news i love you bye-bye